0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club, the place investors go to learn tips, tricks, and stories from other investors in the field. If you feel we provide a value to you, go ahead and hit that thumbs up, share, whatever it may be. And if you'd like for us to cover a specific topic, let us know in the comments or reach out to us through our website. Today, we have a very special guest, so buckle up, grab your pen and paper, and enjoy the ride. Right, we are live. Parker, thank you very much for joining us today. How are you doing? No problem. I'm doing fantastic. Think, thanks for having me on, Gabe. Absolutely, I love it. Um, to get us started, why don't you tell everybody, you know, who you are, where you're from, and how you got started in real estate in the first place?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Parker Smith. I'm uh, originally from Las Vegas, Nevada, but uh, I live out here in uh, beautiful San Diego, California. I've uh, been here for the last 12 years. Um, and I, I got started in real estate. I've always had a passion for real estate. Um, really, uh, I, I'm an attorney by trade, and, and got started just by investing in smaller, smaller deals um, through through the network that I was able to build out here in San Diego. Got introduced to um, some some opportunities, and and wanted to get my my feet wet, so I'd kind of jumped in. And and then since uh, since then, about a year and a half ago. With a couple of my business partners, we started uh, Caltech Realty, which is which is really uh, opening the door for for a lot of
0: people to get into to commercial real estate. Awesome, I love it. So it sounds like you were you're not from San Diego. You uh, you got started in Las Vegas. Is that you you went to school or not Las Vegas in Nevada? Yeah,
1: yeah, Las Vegas. And... Yep, yep. So okay. I went to uh, that's where I I grew up. I went to actually went to school in in Utah, Provo, Utah. Oh, nice. um, okay. So BYU. Cool um and then i then i came out here to to california and been here nice. 10,
0: so. i love it and you're you're an attorney by trade so you got that background yes. i've noticed yep. attorneys tend to do very well in real estate so that's a it's a good good feather in your cap there um,
1: yeah it's it's, a, it's all right i i know i don't know about that we, but, but yeah we're yeah i am I'm, I'm excited it's a good background to have for sure uh when dealing in real estate so
0: awesome so um so you got started uh however many years back um and you you were an attorney and you were just you were investing in projects on the side with your mm-hmm. friends um or with a, the network that you had developed out there yes. in San Diego. Yeah and since then um you've kind of you've started your own company called CalTier. Um mm-hmm. and so let's let's just jump into that. Um let's hear a little bit more about Caltier from what your our conversation earlier. Um Caltier, you guys are kind of uh democratizing the access to, um, high grade, um, yes. institutional investing. So kind of tell us, you know, what do you guys do? Um, and, and what made you want to jump into that, that area in the first place? Perfect. A- absolutely.
1: So, um, I guess before I, I jump in and tell, I, I should say, because we do have an SEC qualified fund. So the ter- attorney, <laughs> being an attorney, I know that attorneys are going to hate me if I don't say it. So, um, if you want to, uh check out our offering circular, you can go to our website, com, and that's where you can check out our offering circular because we we do have a live SEC qualified um uh regulation A plus fund. Uh, so it's a commercial real estate fund. Um so I do have to get that out of the way but uh but yeah to 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 answer your question so so I'm an attorney. I, I, I have uh, actually my law partner and I, we've had a law firm, you know, for about six, seven years now. Um, I was investing in some, uh, some real estate deals, as you mentioned, through, through my network and, and between myself and, and a, um, a couple other, I'm one of the managing partners of Calty Realty. We have, there's two other managing partners. Um, so between the three of us, we were noticing, Hey, look, I always wanted to get into real estate I didn't know how to get into real estate. I heard you know I, I actually you know attended some of those you know seminars about how to flip a home and, and do all that you know and, and which which is which is a great source of income don't get me wrong um, you know and, and looked into to other avenues uh, but as I mentioned I, I got introduced through through my network just by luck and in kind of you know who you know type thing which often real estate is. Um, and and had the opportunity to invest in a couple uh bigger deals you know commercial real estate deals multifamily value add opportunities and you know it, it hit me if i wasn't so lucky to to get in with that network, how would I have invested in something like this right? What are my options elsewhere um and so that's kind of the passion that drove us to start Caltech Realtors we wanted to give the access to, to everybody, you know, to the everyday consumer to be able to participate into what we consider institutional grade assets. Um, you know, typically you're, you're talking multi uh, multifamily that can range anywhere from a hundred to 300 units um, you know, in core locations, you know, there's a value add component to it. Typically these are off market. And so not everyone has access to those, you know, it's, typically reserved for somebody who's a credited investor um who has who's in part in a particular network and the minimums generally start at 250,000 or or up right um and so uh if you don't have $250,000 you don't know somebody in that industry and you're not a accredited investor how do you participate in those and and that's really what drove us to start Calto Realty um and that's so we 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 worked it took us about a year um, to get it right, but we worked with our, you know, working with our attorneys, our sec attorneys to, to get it, um, to get it qualified by the sec. So our fund is now live as of uh, the end of last year. And Congratulations. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. It was, it was by no, <laughs> no small feat. Um, it, it did take a lot of, a lot of work, a lot of back and forth with, with our attorneys and with the sec, obviously to get, to get it um, qualified. So, so it's a live fund and really anyone over the age of 18 can participate. Um, you know, you don't have to be an accredited investor. You can be, but you don't have to be. And and the other component to it is we do have, uh, with our with our background or inter- international background, right? We have um, a couple of my partners were involved in the EB-5 program, that regional center. Um, my uh, Our firm does immigration law. And so we have a lot of, International investors that it's open to as well, um, so that that's another driving force. Is we saw the need to bring in, you know, a lot of our clients were, were asking, hey, how do I get involved in in real estate? I'm invested in this EB-5 project. It's maybe getting me two, three percent if I'm lucky, right? More, more like a, a percent or half a percent uh, typically. And, you know, how do I invest in something that will actually generate a higher return? I like U.S. real estate. I like the the market. It's more stable. Um, it's kind of a safer place. I have money to deploy. How do I get involved? And, and so we want to open it up to our international investors as well.
0: I love it. I love it. So what do you, um, how much do you guys have under management currently? Are you, it sounds like you're focused more on multifamily. Um, do you yeah. do office? Do you do retail?
1: So, yeah, in, in, um, Personally, I, I've I've been you know I've I've been involved in in deals outside of multifamily, um, but that that's kind of our bread and butter. When we designed the fund, we specifically designed it. Um, you know, it, it is a multifamily fund. Okay. Um, and and the reason being, I mean, not the we we appreciate all other real estate asset classes. Uh, we we like multifamily and specifically value add. You know. Um, uh, you know opportunities that are existing, not not ground up, only because we want to generate a, a cash flow. We want cash flowing assets, so we want assets that are cash flowing. Typically, day one. Not not always the case, but are, but but typically day one, they're cash flowing, and they do have a value add component to it. So you can go in and you can rehab uh, the asset. You know maybe maybe you want to upgrade the interior do some exterior work uh maybe the amenities right um so that you can ultimately raise rents and then increase the value when when you when you sell right so
0: nice and so uh, do you already, you already have projects um i mean you've already yeah. deployed capital it sounds like you already have something under under management
1: correct yeah so we have um currently so CalTier as a company i have to clarify um so the fund in general, the fund is, like I said, we started the end of last year um, and with, you know, coronavirus and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and that thing. So so the fund itself
0: currently does not
1: have any assets under under management. Okay, uh, I want to be clear about that. Yep. But uh, Calter is a company, um, we, we are a fund management and acquisition company. So we do have multiple funds. Uh, we have uh, what we like to call direct acquisitions, right? So... So on top of the fund, um, you know, while we were waiting for the fund to get qualified with SEC, we went out and and through a Reg D, which is for credit investors, uh, we 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 um, deployed money into a, a, a few assets, right? So so we have right now assets under management. We have about sixty million dollars of assets under management. Um, awesome. and so This is all
0: in uh, multifamily. In multifamily, yep. yep. Awesome. I love it. So, um, so I mean, taking the perspective of the ones, you know, you, you have under management, 60 million AUM, that's awesome. Um, I mean, it's, it's more than most people, vast majority of people have. So, um, so I mean that all, it starts with the process, uh, at the very beginning of that process is finding the deal. Um, yes. and so, I mean, you've said it before you, you're really big on networking. Most people on the show, they come on, they say networks is the biggest thing. Um, right. so when it goes to finding those deals, finding those multifamily—I know multifamily is super competitive now. Um, yes. What is the <laughs> thing that you do? Uh, what What do you do to find these value add um, multifamily deals? Perfect. Yeah, that, that's that's a fantastic question. So, I, I will say we uh, you know when
1: we when we started Calty Realty, we, we didn't set out to reinvent the wheel, right? You know there there's there's uh, we have a vast uh, between. Between our, our, our team, not only the, the three managers, but also um, the rest of the team, right? We have a um, director of acquisitions and, and, and that, that we have a, a, a great network. Um, and so one of the things that actually does set us apart, and I, I'm glad you brought it up, is um, that we embrace the, the partner model. So, so we don't have to go in and uh, we don't have to be the hero. We don't have to go in and, and take down an asset all by ourselves, right? Um, we we embrace the the, the partner model, um, so uh, not only do we have a vast majority of a, a network of, of, of brokers that will will send us deals that are typically off market, um, but we also you know through our partners we we there's no shame in us going in as co you know co GPs or coming in as a LP structure right um, to to a particular asset and so. Um that's how, that's how we're able to find deals and, and, and find deals that, that we, you know, um, obviously, in our opinion, we, we feel are, are prime real estate opportunities, right? Um, you know, every, every real estate deal is different and every real estate has risk involved. Of course, <laughs> but of course. For, for us, you know, we, we feel like these are real estate opportunities that the typical, you know, firm or, or person may not be, uh, may not have access to or may not, may not uh, see, right? Yep. Um and so so we have a, a couple partners that we we've worked with in the past and we're actually looking at a couple deals right now with with some of our partners that either we found the deal through our network of brokers or or they found the deal and we're we're going we're um doing a joint venture with them either a, a co-GP um or or coming in as a, an LP um on on that asset. So
0: Awesome. So it sounds like a, a lot of partnerships, a lot of JVs, um, you find them through, I mean, either party, it sounds like mostly brokers, you guys don't do any marketing, yes. you're just you're networking, connecting yep. with other brokers in the field. Um, and then through that, you will be finding the the multifamily deals. Um, yep. I awesome. would be completely remiss if I didn't uh, go in the direction of your law degree. Um, I mean, sure. just from the way you speak, you're, you're very, you uh, you you know you know what to say and so i we need to ask um something about your about the law um you've already spoken a bit about structuring partnerships so i want to go into that a little bit um i mean a lot of people listening to the show watching they've considered doing a jv with somebody else um they've mm-hmm. considered partnerships uh so in your opinion what is the best way to structure a deal and what are well, i guess what's what are the pros and cons of the different ways of structuring yeah. partnerships
1: yeah absolutely so um if we're talking specifically the, the partnerships i i think one thing that that's helped us is you know what what is everyone bringing to the table if you're if you're if you're structuring a deal right so um if if you're bringing the um you know typically you'll need someone because we all, all our deals are, are levered right or I, I said most of our deals are, are, are levered right so so you need somebody that, that can sign the carve outs, right? So you need somebody that has, has the balance sheet to be able to, to sign the carve outs. You need somebody that, um, you know, if you're doing a, a you know, a value add, um, you, you need somebody that has experience um, and that can do the, the construction management, right? Um, you need somebody that um, can do asset management. Um, typically we'll bring in a, a third party property manager um, unless it's, it's local. Right. Um, so, so it, it really depends. So the, from, from our, from my perspective, the best thing is to outline, okay, what, what is everyone bringing to the table? Right. Um, and then you got, you got the capital, right. You know, who's, who's bringing the capital. And, and so that, so start from there. Um, and then you can, you can go, you know, you can break it down into, okay, you know, maybe, you know, maybe it's best structure is as, as a co-GP structure where you both, um, you know, both are responsible for, 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 you know, the, the due diligence, right. The due diligence cost. um, if you have to go hard or, or maybe some, you know, you know, put, put some money down, like you both are equally responsible for, for that. Um, and then, um, yeah, again, like I said, who's, who's doing the, the asset management, who's doing the construction management, um, or are you, are you hiring a third, you know, is there a third party you're bringing into to the mix, right? And so, that's that's I guess my my biggest recommendation, and I know that's not probably the the legal aspect of it, but but figure out who's bringing what to the table, and um and then kind of kind of go from there, and then you know, I, there are there are laws and and rules that you have to you have to worry about um, when you're talking about um uh, you know you're bringing someone to the table is You know, there there's certain there's issuers exemption and other things you have to go into as far as like you can't be paid strictly for for the capital you bring in and and that kind of thing, right? So 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 really outline who's you know who's doing what, um, and then you know when you're when you're actually putting the deal on on paper, uh, you know, and and I I have to say this as well, like I'm an attorney by trade, but you know my I'm not a, a real estate attorney as far as like putting the the deals down so so work with a, a good real estate attorney um, that can actually guide you on the on actually putting the deal down to um, on paper but again um, the biggest structure is who's bringing what to the table who's, who's what are everyone's roles, and then figure out from there how that how that would look. Um, and work with a real estate attorney, obviously, yep.
0: So. obviously, Yep, I love it. So, um, so who's bringing what to the table? That's like, that is the thing that matters the most when it comes to cre- generate or creating a partnership. And yeah. it sounds like, um, in your, in your perspective, there are basically four different, posi- uh, um, four different positions in a partnership. Mm-hmm. You got your construction management, your rehab or your management, asset management, your construction yep. management, um, whoever's bringing the, the capital, um, mm-hmm. there was a fourth one, but I forgot to write it down. What was that fourth one
1: so then you have the property manager right um I, I, so the property manager typically like i said typically for us it's a it's a third party so so for instance we you know we have a Partner. um yeah we have a deal in um in clean texas of all places right um and and one of the reason why we like clean uh on a on a side note is because it's close to a military base right? Ah, uh, so the asset okay. is right by, um, by four hood. Yep. Um, and which is one of the bigger <laughs> military bases in the U S if not the biggest. Um, so we like that aspect of it, that it's close to, to military, which we, we find, um, you know, fairly stable, right. Um, you know, especially in, during these times. So, so we have an asset in, in clean Texas, obviously I'm not, I don't live in clean Texas. Um, why our, our network isn't really, um, we don't really have too many ties to clean Texas. Um, and so we have a property manager that, that is, um, the
0: boots on the ground
1: brought on that, that manages the, the property. Right. And so they, they're responsible for, you know, getting the, the, getting the leases, you know, and, um, you know, um, uh, they're, they're responsible for, um,
0: and that's a, that's a hired. A higher yes. property manager. It's, not, property a, it's manager. not a partner.
1: Yep. Right. Correct. Yep. Gotcha. So that. So that's. So that. That's. That's. That's the fourth.
0: The fourth one. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, okay. So again, on the um, on the legal side, I mean, every time, I mean, that I buy a property, I put it in an LLC. Um, I know yes. you're not a real estate attorney, um, but I'm going to ask the question anyways. Yeah. Is there, um, is that, I, I don't know if that's best practice. It's what I was taught. Um, is there a better way to structure that? Is there a different type of legal structure that you'd put the property in or, um, and in what case would you, would you change that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The, so the, the, the short answer is, is a and, and favorite lawyer answer, right? Or attorney answer <laughs> is it depends, right? <laughs> I, yep. I mean, it depends on what, what you're trying to accomplish, but I will say typically, um, and it's not legal advice, but typically ours, ours are in an LLC format. And I, I, and that's typically what I see across the board. Um, You know, you, you want to create, you know, an an SPE, a special purpose entity and, and from the majority of, of deals that I see are, are, are held in an LLC format. Um, So yeah, you're, you're not wrong, but there, but there are other structures and, and, and that, I would say, you know, it it depends on, on what you're trying to accomplish. What are your objectives and, and your personal, um, situation. Right. Um, you know, but, um, and, and and the partnerships that you might, you might bring to the table, but yeah, typically an LLC is, is what we see. Um, Perfect. Yep.
0: Awesome. Well, um, you know, we try to keep these shows to about 20 to 25 minutes. So I'm going to move us yeah. on here just a little bit. Um, we've Absolutely. heard a lot about, you know, the CalTier <clears throat> um, Realty. Um, we've heard about how you got up to this point. Um, so I want to go a little bit into the stories because, um, you know, yeah. we, anybody in real estate, we have stories. Um, real estate, it's a, it's a roller coaster. You yes. go up, you go down, you got your, your, your valleys and your peaks Um, so take us to the Valley, take us to one point where, um, you know, something happened that wasn't expected and that was a struggle. Um, and then tell us what was the lesson that you learned on the other side of that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a great, um, great question. Uh, so I'm trying to think of what, what, what what best story is to tell here. So, um, I, I will say because I mentioned it before the, the, the deal in clean, Texas, right. Um, so, we um so that one <laughs> was a little bit uh rocky to, from from the start um you know we we actually you know there was you know back and forth on on closing we actually extended the um the closing date um twice on that on that particular project um and it ended up closing um you know for, obviously uh, which is great yeah that's always a win <laughs> um and and you know I, so so that happened um you know last year um kind of third i think third quarter third third fourth quarter last year and everything was going smoothly and then we we had there was a fire <laughs> in a number of the assets like thank go- thank thank goodness nobody was was hurt um but it you know um and and you know so it actually worked to our, our benefit in this sense, where we have insurance money that can actually help pay for for some of the um, renovations that we were going to do anyways. Um, so does so that help? So there's a fire, and then um, on top of that, then COVID happened, right? And and so it, 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 it's it's been a rocky, yeah, it, it's it's been a rocky uh, time with with this asset, but but through. You know, we we had another thing that that happened as well that um, you know was was a, a tragedy that that happened in you know to one of the residents in, um, in in the asset as well. So, so we had three kind of strikes against us, right? Three, 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 uh, three opportunities for it to. Have. But but luckily, you know, um, because we we picked uh, a solid asset, what we think is a solid asset, right? It's it's um, you know like like I said, the 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 done we it was very well underwritten um right and, and underwritten conservatively and and so it's still still producing you know occupancy it's still 95 percent occupancy um and then we have you know the the rent our rents you know our collections have not taken um much of a dip at, at all um even through through COVID-19 and through everything that's happened so so the, the lesson I would learn is, 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 you know, a lot of times we get enamored by deals, right? Um, and we, we look at the, you know, best case scenario, but that's, that's not – you're, you're going to have these values. You're going to have things that you don't see happen. None of us could could say that we saw COVID happening, right? Um, <laughs> no one could have predicted COVID. Uh, I know that us and, and others that we've worked with, you know, predicted potentially a downturn in 2020 um just because the the cyclical aspect of the market um but no one anticipated covid or a pandemic happening to 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 kind of cause that so um or accelerate that or whatever whatever, however it it happened right so you so really it's it's doing you know being able to to really analyze a deal and and look at it conservatively so that if things like that happen you're not underwater because that happens to a lot of people, right? They, they underwrite it to the best case scenario. And when something happens, then, then. Shit out of luck. Exactly. So, um, so if you underwrite it very conservatively, you can absorb some of those, those blows that happen along the way.
0: I love it. So it sounds, I mean, you guys, it sounds like you had this property in Kling, um, you were just repeatedly hit when you're down three times, um, things happened, Um, but you came out the other side because you did your underwriting correctly. Um, So the the great lesson, it sounds like there are actually two lessons. The first one is have insurance. Yes, Um,
1: have insurance for sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And the second one is uh, when you underwrite your properties, do it conservatively. You never know what can happen. Um, Coronavirus, nobody could have predicted that. Um, So make sure that you're conservative when you underwrite your properties. And if you do that, hopefully crossing fingers, um it should be a good asset um into the future. Yep, absolutely. Awesome. So that was a trough. Bring us to the top. Um, you know, tell us you're still here in real estate today. So you've gone through the bottom. Sure. Why do you keep going to it? Um what gets you out of bed for this?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, it's um really, you know, <laughs> you know, I say I say real estate is, is my passion and 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 partly because I, I do you know I do have a finance background and I and I I really um you know, I, I do, I, I say dabble a little bit in, you know, in the stock market and, and, and individual stocks. I, I do enjoy that as well. But, um, but really what, what really drives me with real estate is, is historically speaking and, and any finance class will take and anyone when you, you talk to, you know, um, you know, that, that has, has preserved their wealth, you know, typically does it in some form of real estate right they have some real estate is a part of their portfolio um and and the reason is is it, it over the long run it, it it will go up in in value right um and when you talk about supply and demand there you know there, there's only so much real estate out there there is a lot right but there's only so much out there and so um it, it is going to go up over time and so that's really what what drives me is, is knowing you know if i really want to you know preserve you know generate wealth and preserve wealth for my family you know, real estate is 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 in my opinion the best avenue to do so and and to create that financial security for for myself my family and and future generations you know it's it's something that can be passed on to future generations and uh, and that that's really what drives me um and 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 it is fun it is fun i i enjoy the the peaks and the valleys and 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 being along the ride of of of, of closing deals and, and getting deals done. So,
0: absolutely. And I mean, you're absolutely right. They're not making any more land, so real estate is. Uh, there's a reason that it keeps going up. Um, yep. Population keeps growing. It's not going to stop. I heard until 10 billion people. So we got a ways to go. So
1: we, we um, got a, we got a long ways to go. Yep, that's right. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
0: Awesome. Well, Parker, um, I really appreciated having you on. I know I can speak for everybody listening and watching. Um, we we appreciated the wisdom you shared today. Um we all need to receive things as well. So if you wanted to receive something, um someone were to bring something to you from you know listening or watching to the show, what would that be?
1: Yeah, and I'll go back to what I said from the beginning. know, uh, part of our, our you know our passion um when we started CalTear Realty is we really wanted to provide access to what we consider to be prime real estate opportunities. And so I, I would just, and anyone listening that, that wants to participate in real estate um, you know, maybe doesn't have the experience or network or even, you know, maybe, maybe you have, you know, for our fund, you can start as, you can put in as little as $500, right. Um, you can put as much as, you know, 50 million if you want, right. The, the fund's $50 million. Uh, it's a $50 million fund. Right. But, um, but yeah, anywhere from five, $500 to $50 million you can go in and you can participate in some, some cash flowing assets. Um, it's a portfolio of assets. I want to make that clear because um, sometimes um, we, get, we get questions about that, but it's a portfolio of assets. So you can invest in, you know, um, an asset in, Austin, Texas, in San Diego, California, in Seattle, Washington. And, you know, so um, just for example, right, um, there, there is a portfolio of assets you can participate into uh, with as little as $500. So if you want to find out more, go to our website, cal Um, You can go to our, our corporate website, cal to find out more about our company in general. If you want interested in a, a direct acquisition, you, you are a credit investor. Uh, we can do that as well. But if you're just a beginner in real estate, check out CalTierRealtyFund.com. That's why we put it together is for consumers to participate in those those types of deals. So
0: um, Awesome. I love it. And that is actually the next question. Um, if somebody did want to get in contact with you, um, caltearrealtyfund.com, Re- Cal-tier is that the best way for them to do it? That's the best way to do it. You can email me. I, I I'll give out my personal email.
1: I, I that's one of the things too, is we like to be, I, I love having conversations with people. Um, so you can, you can email me directly at parker at com, and for it, it's spelled C A L T I E R and then realty R E A L T Y, um,
0: .com. So perfect. Look, so you guys heard it. If you want to get in contact with Parker, if you want to invest in his fund, um, you can get him at parker at caltrealty.com um, or I will put his LinkedIn profile in the notes. Um, you can also go to caltierfund.com. Um, yes. Again, Parker, thank you very much for coming on. I appreciated it. I know everybody listening and watching did as well. Um, for everybody that's uh, that's with us today, thanks for being here and we look forward to having you guys on the next episode.
1: Appreciate it. Thanks, Gabe. Thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you for joining us on The Real Estate Investing Club. If you feel we provide a value, we would appreciate it if you hit that thumbs up, share it with your friends online, whatever it may be. If you'd like to share or partner with us on an investment deal, we are always looking for quality projects. Go to www.therealestateinvestingclub.com to get in contact with one of our partners. Otherwise, I hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic day, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make. If you're interested in becoming a passive investor in one of my deals, my own company, Kaizen Properties, is looking for capital partners for our upcoming projects. We invest in what are known as recession-resistant assets, mainly self-storage facilities, mobile home and RV parks, and industrial properties. If you're interested in investing and would like to learn a little bit more about my company, our investing criteria, and some of the previous projects we've done,